back from the dead, it's Sentinel World. Today is April 16th, and this is episode 12 of Sentinel World. It's been a little while since episode 11. Um, if I'm counting right, it has been about four months. Or, you know, again, if you're counting it a different way, it was, you know, first episode since last year. Or, if you're counting it another way, it's been a whole lifetime since the last one. It's been a busy couple of days, weeks, months, and life. Sometimes living gets in the way of writing and talking about living, and that's good. It's a good outcome. It's certainly something that I'd rather have, but it gets a little intense, and I get a little cut off from my mechanism of processing this, and, and that's what really kind of gets to me. I guess part of the whole convulsion that came about came about specifically because I had cut myself off from my ability to process. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. All I know right now is that I've got the microphone adjusted just a little bit wrong, which means that you can actually hear me rasp against the microphone because I forgot to shave this morning. Well, didn't forget exactly. More like I forgot to leave myself time to shave. In any case... Episode 12. Here we are. A new year. A whole new year. Everything's different. Oh my goodness, how much is different? You know, I got to this, and things just got kind of busy with the year end, and I thought, okay, well, I'll do it in the new year. And then, and then it just became difficult. I mean, how do I talk about things when there's the great big purple elephant looming in the room? And the purple elephant's still there, but... You know, we put barrettes in its hair, so it's kind of pretty. On the other hand, it's still a great big purple elephant, and I'm not entirely sure what and how to deal with that. Um, basically, one of the big themes for this year... Um, I don't even know how to put words to it. Basically, one of the big things for this year is consolidation, is unification. It's the collapse of multiple possibilities into a single decided whole. It's causality. It's quantum mechanics at its absolute finest. And here I am, trying to figure out how to make that happen. I mean, I've taken the first step, obviously, but now it turns out that even though making my decisions have seemed like they were all-encompassing, life-threatening decisions, Instead, it turns out that they were just the doorway, and now comes this ocean, this tidal wave. No, wait, no, wait. This tsunami of reality. Things to deal with, things to decide, decisions to make. And some of them are important. Some of them don't feel entirely important, but they are important. Some of them feel important but aren't, and all in all, the net result is that I'm feeling very much like I'm running through the woods with a pack of wolves at my heels. But life is tasty. Not sure it's quite good, but the only things really making it bad are general tension and, of course, work. And all of those things are bounded, so life is good. 
I'm not sure what else to talk about. I mean, it's sort of, in part at least, this is just an exercise in kind of getting back in the saddle. Um, can't even remember if I mentioned that we opened with a bit of the soundtrack to Bubba Hotepa. Absolutely lovely movie. Well, okay, maybe not lovely. An absolutely grade A B movie. It's not. It's not a good movie, but it is a great movie. Did I say that right? I really hope so. It's like Terminator. Terminator wasn't a good movie, but man, was it great or what? Ah, oh, jeez. Um, you know, I thought about picking this up, I thought about doing more, and then I kind of put it down because, oh man, what a pain. I just don't have time, I don't have energy, and then someone, usually Moonslark, is yelling at me saying, you need to do a podcast! And, yeah, okay. And the girl is usually, you need to do a podcast! And people are observing, hey, you haven't done a podcast in a while. Well, yeah, I know I haven't done a podcast in a while. I've kind of been busy. Stuff's been happening. Purple elephant, barrettes, you try putting a barrettes, barrettes in an elephant, that ain't easy. They don't sit still for that. And they got big feet. Incidentally, I learned that because of the proportion of size to skeletal structure that the elephant would basically break its own legs if it fell more than about three or four feet, or jumped more than about three or four feet. I'm not sure if that's useful information or not, but I find it kind of interesting. I mean, I'd never thought of elephants jumping before that point. Well, except for that one little computer-generated video CGI video of an elephant on a trampoline, which I thought was marvelous. There's just something magnificent about it. Of course, that's fiction. Reality is even more interesting. Have you ever seen elephants swim? If you ever get the chance, take a look at the Planet Earth DVDs, and um, I don't know, it, it kind of changes your conception of them. I like nature programming. I mean, in general, I like natural programming, but, you know, the stuff by David Attenborough is just great. Um, and this this Planet Earth thing, I absolutely... It blows my mind. Um, as you can hear, I am umming and aahing, which is indicative of certain issues, one of them being that I am running out of things that I had thought of to say. Actually, I'd run out about... Let's see, where are we? We're at 7 minutes and 30 seconds, so I ran out about 6 minutes ago. 6 minutes, maybe 15 seconds ago. Um, yeah, I'm actually specifically not going to talk about the elephant. I'm just not quite ready to do that. I'm still not sure how all the pieces fit together, so... Um, gonna get yelled at, I'm sure, but no elephant. No elephant today. Um, instead, I'm going to mention that Monday I was flying back to Canada from uh, parts further south, and it was a long, unpleasant flight that kind of taxed me a fair bit, or a long, pleasant set of flights, I should say. I ran into a couple of snags, like an absolutely humongous line at the airport, uh, as far as immigration goes, I mean, it was moving, but when you have that many people, even a fast-moving line is going to take an awful lot of time. But 
the thing that really made that line pleasant was the gentleman behind me. Because, gosh, I'm not sure of the judgment, but I was certainly charmed by the visitor to my country saying something about, well, I guess that's what you get in the semi-socialist country. I scowled. I freely admit that I was not happy with that. It seemed like a very ungracious comment to make as you were entering it. Perhaps you could at least make it to your friends, as opposed to making it to the crowd, or say to a random stranger who... Really? Do you, do you expect an automatic agreement with that? But anyway, um, of course, my friend was a talkative fellow. Not an entirely unpleasant, perhaps not entirely possessed of his judgment, but despite his comment on the neo-socialism of Canada, um, I did manage to refrain from pointing out that actually we're, we're not socialist here, we're not even pseudo-socialist, we're humanist, as opposed to the neo-fascism that he is coming from, but I won't mention what country that was from. Oh no, not me. Uh, oops, let me just adjust this. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't impressed, and the... It's my own fault. I shouldn't have gone into the line with my headphones out, but there's no real polite way to put them in once the guy's talking to me, and the fact that he wouldn't stop talking to me didn't help. He'd just started a new sales job, so he was, of course, pumping me for leads, and usually my description of a job is boring enough that people leave me alone, but no, it just happened to fall into what he thinks is his sweet spot, but isn't. At least, what he thinks is our position in his sweet spot. But, in any case, he kept talking, and talking, and talking, and most of my disengaged techniques did not work at all. For example, he asked if I knew if there was going to be a Blue Jays game, and, well, I don't, because I don't actually follow sports that much, and of the sports I follow, baseball I follow the least, because it's so boring I can't even be bothered to get drunk to actually sit through it. But I did say, oh no, sorry, I'm a hockey fan, at which point the woman in front of him turns around and says, oh, you're a Leafs fan? How can you be a Leafs fan? And... I, again, had to be honest and say, well, the secret is mostly not thinking about it, because for anybody who isn't aware, the Toronto Maple Leafs are a very much-loved, much-supported team that sucks fetid donkey ass. And it led to a discussion of the Senators, and unfortunately the local rivalry ends very badly for the other team, because for some reason, despite the fact that we suck profusely, we um, we managed to beat them. Or at least we managed to knock them uh, out of competition. And so, there's a very glorious sequence of ha ha, ha ha, we suck, we suck, but you suck more! Bah! And uh, it looks like they're on their way to a similar outcome this time. So it's not us, it's actually them. Ha! In any case, uh, sports. Yeah, I didn't even mean to get into the sports thing, but I had to now converse with two sets of people about sports, and I am not a sports guy. I have not been following it. I, um, The only thing I could really tell you is that apparently Tiger Woods didn't win the Masters, and that's not relevant to this conversation. The Senators fan, uh, of course, kind of ducked out after I mentioned the fact that we kept kicking their butts. I'd actually meant it to be complimentary, because we 
the point was, I don't know how it happens because we don't deserve it. It seems to be random. So I figured, I figured they were going to have their year this year. Apparently, I hadn't been following the stats, and so bad things. Whatever. Meanwhile, Wonder Boy, the amazing guest, is still talking to me. He's talking to me about his job history. He's talking to me about various things. I'm trying to convince him that look, I, I don't want your card. I don't want your info. I don't want anything. Just leave me alone. I don't. I don't. I don't like being accosted by salespeople. The problem is that I don't. I I'm. I don't have any authority. I don't make sales decisions. I don't introduce people to people. I I'm the getter doneer person. You tell me what you want done. I make it go happen, and and that's it. It doesn't involve the business relationships and partnerships and all that crap. Instead, I usually ignore it, and then this guy's just all over me, and it's like, hey, are you on LinkedIn? Well, yeah, I am. Okay, great, I'll contact you there. Oh, man. Um, there's no polite way to say this, but I don't actually use LinkedIn like that. I use LinkedIn because if I actually, you know, know you enough to give a crap, and then I'll then I'll add you to my, my network, because that way my network is populated with people who I feel are actually qualified. It isn't just randomly built up, um, but apparently that's not how you do it. But that conversation went on and on and on and on and on for a good 15 minutes until we actually made it to customs, then I made it free of him, and I went to baggage, which of course had had plenty of time to unload, and as I watched the bag spin around, a few more popped off, and I watched the bag spin around, and some people were struggling, so I'd help them with their bags as they went by, because I had you know, stance and positioning, and uh, bags went around, and I'm sitting there waiting, and you may spot the repetitive theme, the bags went around, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, I think my bags have unloaded, the, the flight's bags have unloaded, and the bags went around, and I'm recognizing bags as they go by, and the bags went around, and I'm not seeing something, and the bags went around, and I'm still not seeing something, and the bags went around, and now I'm beginning to worry, because the bags are going around, and I am not seeing mine. My bag is missing. Now, I'm... I'm, uh, yeah, we all have our obsessions. One of my obsessions is luggage. It's a very contained obsession. I don't, I don't shop like some people. I don't have eight billion pieces of luggage. I just kind of go questing for the right one. And many, many years ago, after much agonizing, I spent far more money than I ever dreamed I would spend. That was in multiples of hundreds of dollars on my bag. It it really is a good bag. It is tough. It is well built. It has all the usual ballistic nylon self-healing zippers, blah blah blah. But most of all, it just fits the way I pack. It has pockets in the shapes and sizes that fit the things that I would put into those pockets. And as a result, the difference between that and the predecessor that I was using is immense. It's enormous. It is incalculable. I sit there and it just mentally, it is easier. Physically, it takes less time. Packing is almost a joy. Not quite a joy, because we're crying out loud. It's folding laundry. I mean, what do you expect? But as these things go, it's pretty good. 
and it's missing. See, that, that, that's my point. I managed to get distracted from it. It's missing. My bag is not there. My expensive bag. In fact, I'm sitting there thinking that I've got a bag that's got my camera equipment in it. You know, well, sorry, the camera stand equipment. The actual camera equipment is on my shoulder. Um, and if I lost the camera equipment, I wouldn't be as upset because it's actually not worth as much as the bag is. Actually, at this point, I can't afford to replace the bag because they've raised the price on it so much that it stretches even my ability to to justify. Um, in any case, after a while of watching the bags go around and the bags go around, I finally decided that, hey, the best bags go around, I might as well go talk to the guys at the counter. And I do, and they say, okay, where's your bag coming from? Oh, yeah, go, well, pass through Chicago. Oh, really? Uh, how long was your connection? About half an hour. And the agent started to laugh. And, okay, from that face, I knew what was going on, so I was laughing, too. And we filled out the paperwork to get me my bag. And it actually showed up the next day, which is great. It means that my little baby hasn't gotten lost yet. Um, I suspect it's something that will inevitably happen. Just, yay, not today. I'm so happy. Of course, it also got me thinking about, you know, the relative distribution of stuff. I mean, I used to be all kind of impressed that I was carrying around, you know, like two or three thousand dollars worth of laptop, and I was carrying like several hundred dollars worth of computer equipment and hard drives and things, and of course the prices on all that stuff have dropped fantastically. And so now it's like, okay, well I've got maybe a grand or so or two of stuff in my backpack, and I've got um, my my duffel bag, my luggage, um, which is a um, expensive bag that is much more valuable than the clothing and stands, including the tripod and the lighting stand and the lighting umbrella and the shaving kit inside. And it was after all of it had kind of settled and I got in the bag that it suddenly made me stop and think, wait a minute. Actually, the one piece that really would hurt if I lost it is my camera bag. And so, you know, I do a quick tally in my head and just about peed myself with how much value is sitting in such a small package and how generally gentle I am with it. So, um, all of a sudden I'm reconsidering the reaction over the weekend that you, you left it alone in the car? Well, um, yeah, not doing that again. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I'm talking about luggage. This is a clear indication that I have run out of interesting things to talk about. Um, I am just kind of ticking along. It's a relatively quiet week, although it started out a little bit rough. It's starting to calm down, which is nice. Um... And, yeah, I guess that's it for this practice run of Sentinel World. I'm just kind of doing a technology test, kind of resetting everything up and making sure things work. Um, can't even think of uh, exit credits to go out on, although I'll probably do a quick dig to see if there isn't something that won't suit it. Um...
sorry, I just kind of paused to think and then thought, hey, that's kind of interesting. I wonder how it'll come out if I just leave a great big pause there. Will people listen or will they get bored and assume that it's done or, or what? Anyway, um, that is it for another episode of Sentinel World. I am me, of course. I am your host. And I am kind of done, I'm afraid. I realize this isn't probably the most exciting episode ever. It actually probably ranks as one of the least exciting, not least because you'd think I'd talk about the elephant, but I'm not. I'm not. Elephants are a whole other conversation. I'm saving my news. I've got plenty to talk about. Oh, man. Life is good. Life is genuinely good. Glad you're stopping to share it with me. You be good. You be well. I'll talk to you later. Bye.